Hello, and welcome to Tuolumne Talks Business, a show in response to the lessons learned during the coronavirus pandemic to inspire us to continue adapting and innovating so as to retain and attract businesses that will strengthen our local economy and assist our community in becoming more resilient. I'm your host, Cole Prisabella, Director of Innovation and Business Assistance here in the County of Tuolumne. Today, I'm joined by Don Golick, the Small Business Administration, Region 9. Don, hello and welcome. Hi, Cole. Thanks for the opportunity. Definitely. So let's start today with a, a check-in. Uh, how are you? Uh, and what is the latest insight you can share about kind of some of the SBA goals in the, in the next few months? Yeah, I'm doing good, Cole, and happy to talk to business owners in the county. Um, so just a couple of updates. One is that the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Portal is still open and is continuing to accept applications. So we would encourage businesses that might be interested in applying for assistance under SBA's EIDL program to think about doing that. We don't know how much longer that portal is going to be open. Um, so businesses that could benefit from having access to capital right now during what we know are very difficult times, um, I think worsened by the um, closure yesterday of some of our counties again for um, three additional weeks would be helpful. So again, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan provides a uh, loan advance, which does not need to be paid, of up to $10,000. And then for the loan, it would provide businesses with access to capital now, a 12-month deferment where no uh, payments have to be made on the loan, and then a period of time for them to be able to stabilize, recover, use the funds to get their business up and running. It provides operating capital that they need. And then after 12 months, the loan payments would start to have to be made. But again, it's a low interest, 3.75% for businesses, 2.75% for nonprofits, and a 30-year amortization rate. So it really does give businesses access to capital now, that breathing room and time to recover, and then the low payments out over a long period of time. Um, the other update on the Paycheck Protection Program is there were some changes made to it. Um, that would help businesses have more time to spend their funds. And while the program did uh, sunset on Tuesday, we are waiting to hear if there might be an additional opportunity, depending on what our legislators decide to pass and approve, for businesses to perhaps reapply. And so if that is um, uh, done, then SBA will issue guidance to assist businesses. But in the meantime, Cole, the SBA is continuing to do websites or uh, workshops and webinars a couple times a week on both EIDL, updates on statuses of applications, what if you've been denied or turned down for an EIDL loan. We are also including loan forgiveness on PPP. So for businesses who may have already received that Paycheck Protection Program loan, we are talking about how to prepare your loan forgiveness application and discussing and going over that. Okay, and, and so I know that about a week ago, or is it, it was on the 30th, so that was Tuesday, didn't they, hours before it closed, did they not um, extend the Paycheck Protection Program, or is that not finalized and they need to do another bill? 
Yeah, it's not finalized. So once it's final, and then again, SBA will have to issue additional guidance because there could be some changes made to the program. So until that happens, the program is on pause right now and we're waiting to see what the next steps will be. Okay. And so you have, uh, that was one of the things I was hoping to discuss is advice on kind of ensuring that a business gets forgiveness. Because I know there's the, there's, they, they changed the rules about how much has to go towards payroll and how, how much it can go towards expenses. So maybe talk about some of the, the key specifics. Sure. So uh, a couple of things related to the changes in PPP. The changes really are much more favorable for businesses. The previous uh, uh, rules were that you had to spend 75% on payroll, and now it's down to 60%. So that does give businesses some breathing room to, um, you know, if they have difficulty bringing employees back, there were some safe harbors that were put in place where if a business, either because they've been shut down or because they've had difficulty bringing employees back um, and employees are not accepting offers to return to work, there are some safe harbor protections in place so that um, businesses that may not have been able to meet the payroll threshold because of extenuating circumstances outside their control do have some protections. Uh, additionally, businesses now have 24 weeks to spend the money, although you do only get eight weeks of funding. Uh, so we have had businesses call and say, well, I only got eight weeks of funding. Could I um, get 24 weeks? And I think it's important to note that while you have 24 weeks to spend, you only receive eight weeks worth of um, expenses under the PPP program. And then the other uh, benefit of the new rules are that businesses do potentially have a longer deferment period. Um, for new PPP loans, it's 10 months following the uh, forgiveness as has been determined by the lender. So really the changes in the PPP program are much more beneficial to the businesses and give businesses breathing room. But bottom line, I do think it's important for businesses to note you do not need to be open in order to pay your employees and use your PPP funds for payroll. You can have employees on sick leave, you can have them on vacation time. Uh, so you've got the flexibility as a business owner to decide how to use those funds, but being open and using your PPP money are two completely separate things because you can use the funds even if you're closed. That's great to share because I get that question quite a bit. That what, what's the difference? Do I have to be open to spend those money? So I'm glad you shared that today and that we can share some more information on um, kind of those specifics. Do you have the um, portion that needs to be paid towards payroll versus the portion that can be paid towards uh, expenses? Because I know towards the beginning it was like an 80%. Do, do, do you know that off the top of your head? Yes, I do. Previously, it was 75-25. Again, it's been reduced now to 60% has to be spent on payroll and payroll-related expenses. The other 40% can be spent on non-payroll. But again, it's important to note that everything needs to be spent on PPP eligible. Um, so the PPP funding is not to go out and buy new equipment or pay your credit cards or um, you know buy a new building for your for your business. It's to pay rent, utilities, interest on mortgage, and payroll and payroll related expenses. 
there were some additional clarifications provided in the PPP loan forgiveness documents regarding what exactly is covered under utilities, what kinds of things can be covered under payroll. Additionally, there was some further clarification for self-employed business owners in terms of what can you cover if you're a owner of a, an S corporation. Um, there's a great deal of information now on the Department of Treasury website and all of the guidance related to these changes, as well as the forms that are needed are all posted there, which is www.treasury.gov. Perfect. And I know that from our standpoint, from locally, um, I'm keeping a list of local banks that are offering applications. And so that'll be continued to be updated as long as there is funding and money allocated to the Paycheck Protection Program. One of my last questions that I get a lot on the, the topic of forgiveness is, do you have any advice on the, the actual tracking or maybe how are people, business owners, are they, are they keeping receipts on what they spend? So what, is there any formal advice on kind of just how functionally day-to-day -day a business owner should go about using that Paycheck Money, Paycheck Protection Program money? Yeah, that's a great question, Cole. So I would say um, two things on that. One is it's very important to make sure that you really you understand how much you've received, the period of time that you have to use it, and how much you know to know to have those targets of okay, I you know I need to hit sixty percent on payroll. What's included in that, and make sure that you hit that. Um, it's it's not all or nothing. Where if you don't hit sixty percent, you don't get any of it forgiven. It's if you spend less than that target, your forgiveness is reduced. Um, but yes, keeping good receipts, um, making sure that you understand the difference between things that are incurred versus things that are paid. Um, also, for new applications, if the program does start up again, there's a fantastic document on the Department of Treasury website called How to Calculate Your PPP Loan Application. The best way to ensure maximum forgiveness is to ask just for what you need and can use into the covered period. Um, and that document on how to calculate your loan is fantastically helpful for businesses. So if the program does open up again, I would strongly encourage any new businesses applying for PPP to take a look at that and make sure they follow it. It has examples for um, proprietors, self-employed businesses, both with and without employees, corporations, nonprofits, farmers. So all of that is covered under that. And finally, the, now that there seems to be kind of some more cases, um, like you mentioned earlier, quite a few counties are starting to kind of go backwards and close up a little bit. So I'm getting the question already of, if we go backwards in time and I had money, I already asked for PP or Paycheck Protection Program, I already asked for Economic Injury Disaster Loan, and I received each, are they allowed to reapply? Um, and if not, do you have any advice on maybe where they can look? Yeah, so on your PPP loan, it is one loan per, um, per business. Um, and again, you do only get eight weeks of funding. So uh, I think there was some confusion where the period of time to use the funds was extended to 24 weeks. That does not mean that you get 24 weeks worth of funding. So it really only means you, you still would receive eight weeks of funding, but you would have a longer period of time, which gives you more flexibility to use it. 
um, on the EIDL loan, the amount that you receive is determined by the financial information you provide in your application. We have had businesses that have said, well, I, you know, I realized I've made a mistake. Um, so you can either, uh, really, I think what has been the best strategy for businesses would be to um, accept what's um, the loan amount that they've been offered and then try to request reconsideration if they feel like they made a mistake and that loan amount needs to be increased. Um, at least they can get something. But uh, particularly for PPP, it's important again to remember, as I said earlier, you don't have to be open in order to use PPP to pay your employees. Um, but if businesses feel like the best strategy is to pause for a couple of weeks or potentially reduce um, salaries to their employees, they can do that. But we would encourage them to really make sure they understand those safe harbors and what those reductions in um, payroll for their employees or reductions in the number of employees they have could potentially do to impact their loan forgiveness. And just for clarification, reconsider a loan or um, the, I forget the word that you exactly said about reconsideration of a loan even after they've already accepted or is that something that you can only do while you're kind of getting to an agreement on an economic injury disaster loan? Yeah, I mean you can do you could do both. I think it just depends for um, the business how, you know, what kind of situation they're in. Would it be better to take some capital now and then try to work to potentially increase that or to just pause and not accept anything if they're in a position to be in a holding pattern for an indeterminate period of time until, you know, that can potentially be processed again. Right. And if any businesses are having issue, I know that you and I have worked very closely together on locally, a business can definitely reach out to me and I will engage Dawn directly, engage me and her staff, however she sees fit. And we have resolved quite a few kind of um, businesses yeah. are having questions that couldn't get through. So I wanted to thank you for that. And if any of the businesses that are listening have a, a similar issue, please reach out to me and I will engage Dawn in the SBA. Um, the, one of the last few things I wanted to chat about is this is kind of a, a first for a lot of people and a lot of business owners kind of interacting with the Small Business Administration. So I was wondering if you could, the, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan and the Paycheck Protection Program is not the only thing SBA does. Um, and it's not right. the program you have. So maybe, can you share, I know there's a lot, but maybe share one program that sure. owners may, may really benefit from knowing about the SBA offers. Yeah, um, so uh, again, you know, Cole, we, we appreciate everything that you've done and it's been truly an honor to work with you and to support small businesses. And I just want businesses to know you're not alone to figure any of this out. I know these are very, very stressful, overwhelming, um, you know, really challenging, difficult times for businesses right now. And so I want you to know the SBA is accessible to you. I'm accessible to you. Cole is accessible to you. Cole and I have worked together, um, as he said, and I'm very proud of that, to provide information and support to a number of businesses. So if you um, need an update on your economic injury disaster loan, if you need a status update, you can reach out to Cole. You can reach out directly to me. Um, my email is dawn, D-A-W-N, 
G-O-L-I-K at sca.gov. Um, I'll give my phone number out, 559-666-8286. I do, um, it may be on a Saturday or Sunday, I do return my emails, I do answer my phone calls, and the SBA is available to you. You're not alone to figure any of this out. We're here to help you. Additionally, the SBA works with a network of resource partners, which are trusted small business advisors who can also help you. There's no charge for their help because we pay them for their support and assistance to our business community. That's the Small Business Development Center. You have fantastic Small Business Development Center, SBDC, that serves your area. We also have SCORE. We have the Veterans Business Outreach Center and Women's Business Centers all across the country, and those are all available to assist you. Um, additionally, SBA also provides non-COVID-19 capital programs to help small businesses, our 7A program and 504 program, which are offered by SBA lenders. Not everybody needs a million dollars of capital, so we have a wonderful network of micro lenders who can work with businesses that maybe just need two or three or five thousand dollars. And then lastly, SBA has our government contracting programs for businesses that may be interested in um, doing business with the federal government, making them your customers. Currently for Tuolumne County, the whole county is designated as a hub zone uh, county by SBA. And so for businesses that have hub zone designation, there's an opportunity for you to have a competitive edge when it comes to bidding on government work. And we would love to help you learn how to do that. So um, certainly we're focused on COVID-19 recovery right now, but there are other programs and services we have that are available for businesses. And we're happy to connect with businesses on any of those. Okay. That was exactly what I was hoping you could share, all those awesome tools and available resources. Um, and if you have any questions, if you um, want to reach out to me on any of the programs that Don just offered, I'd be happy to assist you and facilitate you finding that information as well. Um, any last tips, any last thing you want to say in, in, in to any of the Tuolumne County business owners? Yeah, again, I just want to say hang in there and we are here with you. Um, we do a lot of events. We do offer um, two to three times a week a free webinar on both the economic injury disaster loan um, as well as the Paycheck Protection Program. So we talk about what to do if you've been turned down for EIDL or if you want to apply. What, how to get a status update on your loan application if you haven't heard. We also do talk about PPP loan forgiveness. So if you're interested, we do them like this, a webinar, you can ask your questions live, we'll, we'll answer them. Um, and I think that's important, again, for businesses to know that they have access to information and they have access to subject matter experts that are happy to help them and get them the facts and you know, updated information they need. So thank you, Cole, for what you do. And again, hang in there to all of our businesses and we're here to support you however we can. So let us know what we can do. Thank you, Don, for joining us. And I appreciate you sharing guidance and ideas. Um, I also wanted to thank everyone for who joined and listened to us today. Um, my hope is that by talking business and working together today, we can strengthen our local economy become more resilient and encourage growth in ourselves, the communities, and our businesses. So thank you, and I look forward to joining us next week.